You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, all about real estate edition. Shining a light on the movers and shakers in the real estate industry. The home builders, developers, realtors, and suppliers making it all happen. Good morning and welcome back to Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's All About Real Estate Edition. I'm your host, Carol Morgan, and I'd like to give a shout out to our new show sponsor, Denim Marketing. Denim knows marketing firms aren't one size fits all and neither is your business. If you're looking for a new public relations or content partner, try them on for a comfortable fit. We are joined today by Kevin Collins. He is the VP of Economic Development for the Atlanta Beltline. And the Atlanta Beltline, it seems like every single time I pick up the paper, I see something in the news about the Beltline or something near the Beltline. It is by far one of the most popular amenities in Atlanta today. So I'm real excited about this conversation, Kelvin. Why don't you jump on in and tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Absolutely. Such a pleasure to be here with you today, Carol. And just thank you so much for giving us an opportunity to, to share what's happening at the Beltline. And it's interesting you say that every time you turn the page, there's something about the Beltline. Well, you know, we say that if it's happening in Atlanta, it's happening on the Beltline, right? So, um, you know, my name is Kelvin Collins, and uh, I serve as the Vice President of Economic Development at the Beltline. And I've been there for the past uh, 18 months. Just super excited to be in Atlanta doing this this work. Uh, I started this work in New York City, uh, worked in government on the two administrations there, and and just really been over the last fifteen years committed to uh, service of community and and specifically using this idea of economic development to to solve uh, challenges that community often has. So the Beltline is one of the most exciting projects that I've been on, and and just really excited to to be here and share. Uh, some more of it with you. Yeah, I'm excited about this conversation. You're giving us a little bit of a different perspective than what we normally get on the show. So thank you for stopping by and sharing some time with us. Let's start with just a you know overall you know big picture. What is Atlanta Beltline? Yeah, and that's a, that's a terrific question. And 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 we we decided that you know uh, years ago that the idea of repurposing. Uh, abandoned railroad um, and using it to connect a city that historically has been disconnected just makes awesome sense, right? And so yeah. the Beltline is is this uh, massive redevelopment project, uh, infrastructure project that uh, leverages abandoned railroads and and connect uh, significant parts of of the city of Atlanta. Uh, it's actually when completed, Carol, it's going to be. 22 miles of transit and 33 miles of multi-use trail. It's it's comprehensive. There are so many components to this project, whether or not you're talking job creation or you're talking green space or whether or not the focus is affordable housing, you name it, the Beltline touches a significant uh, part of, of what makes Atlanta special and it has become just a destination. And we believe that when completed, it will be that catalyst uh, for making Atlanta a global beacon for equitable, inclusive, and sustainable city life. Yeah, well, 22 miles of trails, pretty impressive. And, you know, what I've really liked about it is it's not just the 22 miles of trails. It's everything that connects to them. So it's caused all these new developments and, you know, various different places around the city to expand and build trails that connect to the Beltline. So it's really kind of this giant interconnected web at this point, right? 
It is in in, in many ways, and and the, the thought is, uh, you know, we want to make uh, the Beltline easy to to access, right? Whether or not you're in the northern section of the the, the Beltline or the city of Atlanta, or you're you're in the south side, you know, Pittsburgh Yards or on the west side, you know, we want to make sure that wherever you live. The Beltline is part of your life, right? You might be on your way to work. You might be thinking of, uh, you know, taking a walk to school. Uh, in the South Side, there are a number of schools along the Beltline mm-hmm. Trail. Uh, in fact, there are so many development projects now that are integrating access to the Beltline within the development project. So it's it's allowing uh, visionary developers to imagine the value of the that the beltline brings just from a spatial dimension uh and so that in our opinion is just one component of the transformative nature of this project yeah absolutely well you know i guess talk a little bit about that from you know the economic development perspective and you know talk a little bit about you know your your position and what that means you know what is it that you do on a day-to-day basis as it relates to this yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, when we think of uh, the Beltline, you know, what often comes to mind is that it's a public amenity. And absolutely yeah. it is. Right. But there are a number of other components, one of which is economic development. It's about job creation. Uh, the Beltline is projected to generate at a conservative level 50,000 local permanent jobs once completed. And it's projected to deliver upwards of $10 billion in private sector investment. And we're already seeing that a whole uh, new pattern of development is happening in the city of Atlanta because of the Beltline, right? The traditional perspective of development has been sort of down the, the peach tree spine, right? The city of Atlanta Street down the middle. But what the Beltline has done it has sort of created this circular development pattern that has become a destination for commerce, um, for for lifestyle, for um, a lot of the, the, the large multinational uh, companies seeing the Beltline as just this destination. And in fact, one of the interesting things that we found is that some companies are using location on the Beltline as a recruiting tool for employees, right? And so, and so the idea of, of the Beltline being this economic engine uh, for the city uh, cannot be understated. So, so my team and, and my department is responsible for ensuring that as these development projects happen, as the economic um, growth happen as a result of the Beltline, that everyone gets a chance to participate, right? That everyone prospers and that even the mom and pop shops, the little guy, the the, the local that is uh, em- emerging as, a, as a, a great brand, a great culture component of what makes Atlanta special, that they feel that they too can participate in this economic development activity. So my my team works with small businesses. They try to create jobs for individuals. They want to make sure that community partners are connected to the work that we're doing. We want to focus on affordability. So we have over the last year taking a really thoughtful and what I would say non-traditional approach to economic development and really having that community-driven 
perspective that at the end of the day, the little guy needs to also benefit from what the Beltline has to offer. Yeah, absolutely. And I think so many people are focused on small business and shopping small um, that they would really embrace this. But, you know, talk a little bit more about, you know, what that really means. You know, how does that translate? I know, um, you know, we talked a little bit off air about like the Beltline marketplace. So how does how does that play into this? Oh, absolutely. And, and um, you know, I'll, I'll you know, yesterday was an amazing day on the Beltline. You know, it, it will go down in one of the, the, the in the history books as, as just a, a great day when Atlanta came together because we cut the ribbon with uh, Mayor Andre Dickens for the Beltline marketplace yesterday. So there was tremendous fanfare and the marketplace is going to be creating commercially affordable spaces on the Beltline using artistically and architecturally designed shipping containers for a handful of six businesses on mm. Beltline frontage. This is this is innovative. It's it's sort of the Beltline's first incubator of sorts. Right. Yeah. And so we are really excited about about this project. Uh, we cut the ribbon yesterday. These businesses are going to be able to access upwards of two plus million visitors of potential customers on an annual basis that use the Beltline Trail. So we, we're, we're, we're excited about that. We're, we're sort of pioneering this idea of, uh, of commercial affordability on the Beltline, and we're solving for what has been just a, a rapid increase in the cost per square footage that the mom and pops are competing with the national brand. So, so we're excited about this project. And, and the long-term vision here is that we, we believe that after this pilot year, we would learn what works, what, what doesn't work. And then we will be able to scale this project to multiple locations around the Beltline. Again, oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're excited about that. And 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 I mean, we probably had a couple hundred uh, attendees at the ribbon cutting and, and every it was a festive um, occasion. Uh, and we, we can't wait to see what this pilot here would look like and, and how businesses will be able to thrive knowing that they have customers right at the front door on the Beltline. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how did you pick the initial six businesses? What was that process? I can't imagine that that was easy. I tell you, the demand was uh, through the roof. And, mm-hmm. and we, 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 we had over 240 wow. applications for six uh, locations. So, so the demand was overwhelming. And, and, and kudos to, to our partner, uh, the Village Market, that uh, we identified as a local business that uh, is focused on activating spaces and building community uh, for local businesses and providing them opportunity to 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 take their product and ideas to to market and so we partnered with the village market and they they were alongside us in establishing a clear and independent process to vet the 200 plus applications that would get us to the six but i'll tell you this um it, it wasn't easy and um we know that our effort must continue because now we've picked six, but there, there are over 200 businesses that are waiting and hoping that there are other opportunities uh, available for them. But the, the, the idea here is, is not just to get these businesses into a, a shipping container on the Beltline. The village market would also be delivering wraparound services, 
right? So marketing, technology support, mm -hmm. um, operational support. So a real true incubation concept so that these businesses can truly one day step into a traditional brick and mortar location. Or maybe we can, you know, find ourselves another national um, success story here that what we're, we're hoping for. So we're building community through entrepreneurship, ensuring that these businesses have access to uh, prime commercial real estate at a fraction of the cost with the marketplace. I love that. Building community through entrepreneurship. That's awesome. Absolutely. It's a good motto. Crafting the perfect marketing strategy is like constructing the perfect pair of jeans. You need all the right components and expertise. Unlike trying on a dressing room full of jeans, denim marketing makes the process painless and easy. Denim marketing is the market leader in creating quality original content for home builders, developers, remodelers, and others in the industry. Call 770-383-3360 or email carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how denim marketing can be a comfortable fit for your social media, public relations, marketing campaigns, email marketing, blogs, and other marketing needs. Well, the other thing that, you know, we've talked about a little bit is the Beltline Business Solutions Office. What is that and who can participate in that? Yeah. Uh, so this is a, a an idea that um, we believe, you know, there are over 6,000 businesses with a registered license on the Beltline. Now, quite frankly, we think maybe just half of, of those licenses are businesses that are actually looking for support and looking for ways to grow and expand and thrive on the Beltline. The idea of the Business Solutions Center is to create this one-stop shop, this one-stop concept for businesses to receive dedicated assistance uh, for whatever their needs might be, access to capital or looking to navigate uh, government to figure out the best permit, uh, or they may be looking to improve their, their marketing or, or gain new customers. This business solution center would be staffed with individuals that are dedicated to supporting the needs of the small businesses on the Beltline. But in addition, we're actually looking to launch within the Business Solutions Office a customized business attraction strategy. And I'll tell you how that will work. If you're a small business in the city of Atlanta and you are on the Beltline, once this office is fully up and running, we want to be able to identify you as a business with potential for expansion. And we want to take that business through a customized entrepreneurial support training to get you ready for expansion and then connect you to brick and mortar locations that we have worked with and negotiated so that you have an affordable commercial rent that will allow your business to thrive. So it's a fantastic opportunity for businesses to receive dedicated support and to be able to be located on the Beltline should they be ready for expansion. So we're excited about the contribution from the, the EDA. We got a grant of $780,000 to jumpstart this effort. And over the next two years, we should be serving upwards of 300 businesses with this initiative. That's impressive. So really making a difference in the small business, you know, the small business world, you know, around the Beltline and helping them to get out there and, and be more successful. 
Yeah, and, and, and absolutely, that's part of our goal, uh, Carol. But I have to tell you that, uh, you know, when you look at what makes Atlanta special, what makes the Beltline special, it is those small businesses. They are sort of what we call the keepers of the culture, right? They, you know, when you hang out on the Beltline, <clears throat> you want a place to go, you want something to do. And we believe that as we support these businesses, we're supporting what makes the city of Atlanta special. And so thriving businesses, thriving communities, and a, an amazingly successful city. And so we're going to continue to focus explicitly on uh, supporting small businesses with an eye towards allowing them to have commercial space that's flexible, that they can afford, that matches the business operation. Yeah, you, you mentioned commercial space. Are there some other initiatives around affordable commercial space? You know, what else is going on to try to make this more affordable for people? Yeah, and, and, and the interesting thing for us is that the conversation has for a very long time been about affordable housing. And, mm-hmm. and, we, and we know, quite frankly, you cannot um, build your way out of the affordable housing crisis. You have to think about the support that small businesses are receiving and the jobs that they can create so that the people who work within these establishments can afford to live where they work, right? So there's a there's a direct connection between the support for entrepreneurship and creating that ecosystem and the jobs that these small businesses uh, can, can bring to a community and commercial affordability, as well as housing affordability. And for us, we want to take a, a step back and take a, a comprehensive look at the Beltline and see where are the pain points, what parts of the Beltline are truly driving uh, on affordability, and what can we do? What sort of tools do we need to design uh, in order to support entrepreneurship in a much more comprehensive way? So over the next few months, we are going to do a deep dive into understanding the real issue and coming up with a set of strategies, a set of tools with a set of partners that we believe can in the long term truly deliver permanent affordability on the Beltline. Because interestingly enough, the Beltline owns just about 60 acres of developable land uh, along the Beltline. And so we are gonna at some point leverage those properties to deliver much deeper and more permanent affordable housing as well as commercial spaces. So we're we're taking a broad view of this. We're taking a long-term view, but the intent is that when the trail gets completed by 2030, we can look back and say, here are the efforts that we've made to make the Beltline work for everyone. And affordable commercial space for us within economic development is top of mind and it's top of agenda. So I would say in the next couple of months, there will be a number of additional tools, solutions, and strategies that we would roll out as we have already with the Beltline Marketplace. And we would welcome partners to help us figure out how do we get ahead of what could potentially be a devastating crisis that other large cities you know, are not able to tackle. We still have that opportunity here in this great city of Atlanta to do just that. It's phenomenal um, to see all of the growth around the Beltline and, you know, to see the city come together behind affordable housing. I love that because 
you know, everybody deserves the opportunity and should have the opportunity to, you know, live near where they work or to be able to work near where they live, however you want to look at it. So, you know, we've got to figure out ways to build, you know, communities that have a mix of different product types and different product styles at different price points that, you you know, everybody, so everybody can live there together and enjoy all these fantastic amenities. That's the goal. Well, how is the Beltline creating or helping to create jobs? What does that look like? Yeah, that's such a, a great question. So here, here's the interesting fact, right? You know, you you build it and and they will come, right? In this instance, and and they they have arrived. I mean, you you have uh, some of the the large companies, whether or not it's Microsoft or Google, Mailchimp. I mean, they have arrived onto the Beltline or the surrounding areas of the Beltline, with the Beltline really being the destination. And all of that activity is contributing towards the goal of upwards of 50,000 jobs for local residents. Now, we know, left up to the market conditions, that some of those jobs may very well uh, be received by local residents, and others may not. And our commitment to local communities is that we want to help build the skills, and then increase the connection to those opportunities in a much more direct way. And so in addition to the naturally occurring job creation that a lot of the the companies are bringing to the Beltline, we want to launch a workforce development initiative that help build the skills, the awareness, the credentials of local residents so that they can indeed connect to a lot of the jobs that are now coming into the Beltline area. And that is what we call a grassroots effort to get to that 50,000. So you sort of have the Beltline, it's a destination, there's natural interests, a lot of relocation, a lot of headquarter expansion of the big names. But we know that if we don't build the capacity and the skills of our local residents, that many of those jobs are going to go to those that are coming from outside of the city of Atlanta, outside of the Beltline communities. And so there has to be some intentionality um, with our job creation effort. And we're now looking closely at what that looks like. What sectors should we prioritize? What occupation within those sectors? And what are the skills gap that uh, need to be filled so so that the individuals can step into jobs? And also, what are jobs going to look like in the future? And how do we begin to invest in those training, those partnerships today, so that we can indeed have that thriving community, just as you described, that can afford to live where they work or work where they live. So it's a real combination of, yes, attract large companies, but also have a grassroots, very focused community-driven strategy that makes sure the neighborhood residents are not left behind. Right. Absolutely. Well, the Beltline is a great example of if you build it, they will come, right? Because it's been true for all of it, you know, as well as an attraction, it's attracted commercial, it's attracted residential, you know, and I guess part of the success of the Beltline is just the fact that it's been, you know, it's been in process and it's been building for all these years. And I know there's still, it's still being built. What are some of the trail expansions and completions that are underway right now? 
Uh, yeah, and, and and so much goes into uh, building the Beltline, and 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 whether or not it's uh, it's about land acquisition for the trail, or conducting feasibility study, or getting a construction partner on board, or working with our city partners, whether or not it's GDOT or ADOT or transportation partners. So much goes into expanding the trail um, uh, to get to that thirty-three miles, and and so for the very first time. We have construction happening in all four quadrants of the trail, and that is just fantastic. And, and most recently, we got a federal grant uh, that allows us to really ramp up our construction, right? And so we've been planning, we've been conducting feasibility study over the last several years. But from here on out, um, you will see that the Beltline um, would accelerate the construction activity to get to uh, the 2030 uh, completion. So, so we're very active in all segments of the trail. Our last area of focus would be that northern, the northwest segment of the trail. And, and that's an area that uh, uh, has not, um, or did not have uh, abandoned railroads. So we have to sort of be very crafty and creative in how we navigate that northern section of the trail. We have to do land acquisition. We need to engage with the community. We need to snake the trail through, you know, residential and commercial um, areas. And all of that just brings a, an added layer of complexity. But, but we're excited about what's happened in the south. Uh, we are excited about how the West side has come out. And, and so when we uh, are tackling the Northwest, we have these proof of concept that really allows us to share the potential value that the Beltline brings to all components of, of, of a community, right? And so we're ex excited about all the trail expansion that's happening. And we're excited about getting to that uh, 2030 uh, completion uh, as the work ramps up over the next several years. Now it's getting closer. It's really exciting. I love to get all the updates that you know we we get um, you know, emailed to us and see all the news. And it's it's exciting to see this thriving community you know build along the Beltline and you know to see Atlanta come together um, around this project. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, what else are you excited about for this year or next year or for the future? Well, I'll tell you two two quick things that I'm excited about, Carolyn. And one, we just touched on it, that we finally have line of sight to complete the Beltline Trail, right? That there's been many sort of naysayers and, and question, rightfully so, as to when will the Beltline be completed and, and will it ever be completed? Well, I got to tell you, one of the things that our current CEO, Clyde Higgs, have focused on over the last several years in ensuring that we have the dollars, right? The funding necessary. We have the team, the talent exists. Now we have the dollars. And that's due to just a lot of hard work on the philanthropic side. We have Atlanta, uh, Atlanta uh, Beltline Partnership that has been doing a, a terrific job in cultivating those relationships. We also have an internal team that uh, focus on raising, you know, federal dollars as well. And, and so we have just everyone rowing in the same direction. And, and what excites us is that fact that we are confident that the Beltline will be completed by 2030. That's the first one. The second thing that excites me um, is sort of off topic, but it's related, is that the, the city of Atlanta was awarded a host city of the 2026 World Cup, 
And, and that excites us because it really presents an economic opportunity for this great city, but also too for the businesses along the Beltline. And as you know, there's so much opportunity to present the Beltline as a destination and elevate it, not just on a national level, but on an international level. We expect it to have upwards, based on the research, of $400 million of economic impact. And so we're excited that we will be part of that experience. And we believe the Beltline can really be a central focus of uh, the visitor experience here in, in this great city, as well as bring economic benefit to the Beltline residents and small businesses. So those are two things that are super excited right now. That's all really good stuff. I'm excited about the World Cup, too. That's uh, it's phenomenal that Atlanta landed that. And then, you know, 2030 isn't that far away. It seems like the last three years have been more like one year. So it'll be here before we know it and it'll be complete. And then you guys are going to have to figure out what you're going to do next, right? Hey, listen, there, you know, we got an amazing team and, and there's going to be lots of opportunity. But I promise you, um, there's nothing going to be like the belt line, you know, mm -hmm. to work on. It's uh, there's lots to, to think about there, but um, but we're excited about you know the the road that's ahead of us and and what's to come. Um, and there's still a lot of work to do between now and and then. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking time to join us. Before I let you go today, um, how can our listeners get more information on the Atlanta Belt Line? Yeah, the, the easiest way to, to get connected is log on to beltline.org uh, and you can uh, just see the, the breadth of activities there and um, you can get plugged in on social media, Twitter, Facebook, you know, Instagram, we're on all of the social platforms. And, and, and please um, sign up and, and receive, uh, you know, notification of all the great activities that are happening on the Beltline. We would love for for you to be a user and to share your experience with others. That sounds fantastic. Thank you for all that information on uh, where we can get more information. So with that, it's a wrap of this week's Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio's Around Atlanta edition. I'd like to thank Kelvin Collins of Atlanta Beltline for joining me in studio today. And on behalf of our show sponsor, Denim Marketing, I'm your host, Carol Morgan. I'd like to thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, there's lots of opportunities to follow and interact with Atlanta Real Estate Forum. You can follow us on Facebook, sign up for our newsletter at atlantarealestateforum.com, or continue the conversation by downloading and subscribing for free to all of our podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, contact me at carol at denimmarketing.com to find out how you can participate. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you right here for our next episode. Today's episode was made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite real estate blog, and source for real estate news, trends, new home communities, model homes, builders, and more. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, 
contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your podcast or iTunes app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show.